guys, it's Ananya and welcome back to the Desi Reality. So it's been a hot sec and by a hot sec, I mean a little too long since I've recorded an episode. So I wanted to start out this episode by apologizing because honestly, I never expected that I would go MIA during college and I did. But that being said, I have reasons and I also have learned a lot. So I can't wait to get into this episode with you guys and also just be able to talk about my experiences and hopefully help anyone else who is A, in the same place, B, hoping to go into a direct med program, C, stressed about mental health and balancing that out, or D, anything else that I end up bringing up. I just hope that this is relatable and something that you guys can hopefully resonate with to some extent. So. I walked into college thinking that the course load was going to be difficult, but I didn't really think that I was going to be overwhelmed with the idea of balance. Um, throughout my entire high school career, I was always someone who was able to balance my academics and my extracurriculars very well because I always thought that my passion and my drive to not only pursue the medical path, but also to pursue advocacy, to pursue uh, certain sports, to pursue dance, etc. All these things um, would be enough to lead me to continue everything that I did in high school. Unfortunately, I soon learned that wasn't necessarily the case, not because the academic load was too much, but because the transition to college is definitely something that you need to take time for. And I mean that socially, emotionally, physically, and all three of those have their own entities and own speeds at which you would probably adjust at. So let's first start out by talking about my mental health right now and how my mental health was throughout my college journey. So let's start from the top. Let's start from when I moved into college. I was so, so, so excited to just start a new chapter, kind of get away from home, talk to new people, have new experiences, start fresh, and honestly leave behind what I think a lot of us can agree a lot of us have outgrown. By the time we graduate high school, most of us feel that that is the case. And I was really excited to be able to just start fresh and be who I wanted to be without feeling judgment or without feeling like I was, I guess, disappointing this old version of myself that I used to be. I walked into college and I automatically started to talk to new people and put myself out there being this very extroverted, bubbly person that I was in high school, but I also wasn't in high school. Um, I just kind of embraced the best version of myself that I could have possibly have been. And my mental health was really great at the beginning of the school year. Although school was obviously something that was going to take some adjustment, I found it to be very manageable. And I also found the people around me to be very, very fun. Eventually, and by eventually I mean about, I mean about like two weeks into the, to the experience, I started feeling this immense social pressure. I did not expect to have to feel like I needed to be in a friend group or in a clique or necessarily, you know, find my people within a couple weeks. But what I started noticing within about a week or two was that people were starting to click up and find friend groups. And I was just kind of looking around thinking, why don't we all just be friends? And I know that's something that is 
I guess a part of life naturally happens. But for some odd reason, I had this perception in my head that college would be just this very fluid experience and everyone would just kind of always include everyone. And I don't know why I thought that, but that's what I thought. And so not only me, but also several of my peers felt this social pressure to find a friend group and to find our people soon and quick, because not only is that what we heard on our TikTok for you pages, but it was also starting to come to vision that, you know, that was happening and not in a rude way, not in a, you know, isolation-esque way. Um, It was genuinely... It, it was just genuinely because I I think that's human nature and it sucks, but that's just how it is. So that social pressure started to get to a lot of us. And actually, I would say that for the first month, I had a lot more social pressure um, on myself than academic pressure because I really, really didn't want to be regretting any decisions I made in terms of not socializing or not expanding my horizons um, to certain groups of people. And as the time went on, I found that some people found friend groups and some people didn't. And when you didn't find a friend group, it became very difficult because you didn't have people to constantly be at the dining hall with or people to, you know, constantly hang out with every night or every weekend to, you know, talk to or to go out with. And when you tried to reach out to certain people, sometimes those people would already be in a friend group and it would feel like you were trying to drag them out of their friend group. And that was just a whole situation that just seemed so unnecessary. And I think that whole back and forth for the first couple of months was rough on a lot of people. But for some odd reason, personally, I feel like that didn't bother me. I found myself still making a lot of individual relationships and friendships with people. Um, Before I joined uh, the dance team at my school, I started to talk to people one-on-one, whether they were a part of a friend group that was previously established or not. And I actually bonded with a lot of people. And those bonds ended up growing only stronger and stronger. And I think, I know a lot of people say it's important to find a friend group and it's important to find groups of people. But at this moment in my life, I'm so glad I did what I did. And I'll go into that a bit later. But remaining in the chronological order, um, Obviously, a little bit of social pressure here and there, but the moment I joined my dance team and I joined clubs at my school, I felt a thousand times better. I felt like I had people. Um, I felt like I had something to do in my day other than study, which was so nice because I always loved feeling productive and busy in high school because I'd never really given myself a chance to just sit down and do nothing. And now that I had the opportunity to do whatever I wanted with my time in college, I wanted to be productive and something that I enjoyed. So I joined the dance team at my school. I joined a couple of clubs at my school. I found a lot of people, spoke to people older than me, um, ended up bonding with people that I didn't think I was going to bond with. And as time went on, my mental health and the social pressure related to finding friend groups kind of just went away because when you involve yourself in communities around you, you find your people and those people you know, whether that be a dance team, like for me, my dance team at the end of the day will always be people that I feel comfortable with and people that I associate myself with very, very proudly. You know, that's something I'm really proud to be a part of and something that I stand with 
you know, in, in pride, even if I'm not close to every single person on the team, I want to be because I'm very proud to be with these people. Um, or, you know, that be a club or that be an activity, whether that be debate, whether that be, you know, a volunteer group, et cetera, et cetera. You just get to find people who care about the same things that you care about. And overlapping passion, in my opinion, is the best way to finding true, true bonds. It's not a bond that's created over, you know, partying or a bond that's created over some kind of need to fit in. It's a bond created over something that's real and something that you will be able to always have in common, which is a passion. So I, I love the way that things ended up working out. And I think every single college student needs to just remember that, yes, finding groups of people is great. And yes, finding a friend group is great. But when you find people that care about the same things that you care about, that becomes a bond that you can always rely on. Because then you can find people who are like-minded, people who are not maybe the same way as you, but can give you advice on how it's better to think a certain way and be a certain way. Um, so that's one aspect of of college that I think is really important to bring up, right? The social aspect. Um, Beyond finding groups of people, having individual bonds with people are so important. A lot of my closest friends in college kind of stray away from these big, these big groups. Um, And rather they're just people who I have sat down with, opened up to, and really gotten to know. Whether that be the people that I have conversations with at 4 a.m. when we're just feeling like opening up and talking about life and finding our purposes, or it be people that I said hi to a couple of times the first week and then I decide to hang out with a couple months down the line because I haven't spoken to them in months. Um, Either way, I think the most beautiful part about being on a college campus and especially being in a program that's smaller, like my program is a bit smaller, is that you get to decide when you want to reach out and you get to decide when and how you choose to approach certain people. I think the most beautiful part about a lot of the friendships friendships I've made is that a lot of them are sporadic. One of my best friends, I love her so much, just one, one day I went up to her, sat down next to her for some kind of training that we were in. And we had CPR training together. And all of a sudden, we were super close. And then we talked one day, we went to Taco Bell one day. And now I can easily say she's one of my closest friends that I've probably like met in college, right? Um, Another person that I'm really close to was just by studying. And we studied the exact same way. So we ended up studying together. And all of a sudden, I realized that this person is actually someone who's very similar to me. We have a lot of similar passions. And now that person is one of my closest friends. Another one of my closest friends, I genuinely call her my ride or die. She is someone who I met who was there for me when I was struggling in college and realizing that there are people who can be real friends to you, even if they've only known you for a little bit. Those little things, finding those little like little parts of life that you can value are so important in college because once you find real people, it's really important to hold on to those relationships and just like just I guess thrive with them, if that makes sense. I think having something real is so much more important than having something false and having this facade of perfection to the outside world. And that's what, in my opinion, is most important in college socially. When you're trying to bond with people, you should always, always, 
always try to find real friendships. And yes, it's nice, again, to be in a friend group, to be surrounded by a lot of people. And eventually, I would say that I've found that as well. But that happens naturally. Sometimes when that happens naturally, it happens quicker for others than it does for you. And that's okay. But no matter what, it's just important to be open make genuine friendships, make genuine relationships, and also realize that people will have different impressions of you than they did in high school. Let me give you guys an example, right? I basically saw a couple girls that I thought were so sweet that I hadn't spoken to at all throughout the semester. And I decided to sit down with them. And as I sat down with them, I told them a couple of things I did in high school and they were shell-shocked that I did these things because they just assumed that I, I guess, wouldn't be interested in these things. And I realized that my my perception or I guess my uh, impression that I give off in college is not the same impression I give off in high school. The activity I was talking about was debate. And in high school, everyone always kind of assumed that I would be a debater because not only did I have a podcast, but also I was very outspoken and um, loved to advocate. Now in college, you don't have classes with all the people around you or all the people in the same major as you. So they don't hear you speak. They just kind of see you and they have an external perspective of you. And when you sit down and speak to people, that's when they get to learn about you and realize, oh, we have something in common. And now those two girls I love them and I say hi to them all the time in the hallway and I speak to them whenever I can. And so at the end of the day, being able to have open conversations, not just close yourself off into a clique and make genuine relationships, in my opinion, is the strongest and best way to approach the college experience. I saw so many TikToks going into college that said, make sure you find people, make sure you socialize. My biggest regret was not socializing. And I agree with that 100%. But with that piece of advice comes this notion that make sure you find your people right away because that's what I regret. I don't think that notion that is underlying is true. I think that advice simply just means make sure you talk to people and make sure that people have an impression of you so that you you can put yourself out there to many people and find people that also are compatible with you. Um, So... I guess that's the social aspect of college that I have definitely been able to develop and also, knock on wood, become really comfortable with. So thank God for that. Um, I'm really really blessed uh, for the way things worked out. And although they didn't work out the same way they may have worked out for other people around me, I think that's what makes everyone's journey so unique and different in college. And that's why it's important to just believe and trust the process and just be true to yourself. Because once you are confident with who you are and what you have to offer, even if you have to be alone at certain times in college, you take those as opportunities to romanticize your life and to really just sit with yourself and be the best version of yourself. So when it is time for you to spend time with other people, you're giving your best version, most energized version. And honestly, just in general, your most, I guess you could say helpful, but more so than helpful, I guess, supportive uh, self to other people. Because in college, you guys are all struggling. You guys are going to struggle with something, whether that be a relationship, whether that be a friendship, whether that be a academic related issue, whether that be a family related issue, you guys are just going to be supporting each other and having supportive people around you and being supportive to other people is another great way to just be able to make bonds and find who's true slash real uh, for you and your journey in life. So that's the social aspect of college uh, in my experience as a first semester student. Uh, 
Now, um, let's talk about the emotional experience because obviously socially there's going to be some impacts on my emotional experience, but beyond just social stuff, there's some other things that definitely impacted my emotional health. And I think it's important to talk about. So coming into college, a lot of my friends were there for a week and they started missing their families tremendously. Um, you know, crying or getting overwhelmed. I, for some reason, was very much, I was very much enjoying the experience around me. And don't get me wrong, I missed my family to death. I absolutely loved being home and I loved the idea of being able to be close to my family. So going to college out of state was something that was a little bit difficult and starting to really resonate um, with my, with you know, with, with me. And honestly, I feel like I got sad towards the end of summer before I was about to move out, but going to college, I found myself okay. I didn't really think my emotions were that high, and then I realized that when I was overwhelmed, when I eventually got overwhelmed, I missed home because when you're home, you're allowed to be overwhelmed without feeling like you're going to be a burden on anyone. Or at least that's what the case is for a lot of people, right? Whether that be related to your family or your friends, you just don't feel that much of a burden, if that makes sense. Or you don't feel like you're that much of a burden. Um, But I was really afraid that I was going to just seem a bit too much or too dramatic um, if I did express the struggles that I was going through. So I ended up missing my family a lot towards that aspect when my social pressure um, started to build. But... I still found myself mostly okay. My emotions were fine. Even academically, I found myself able to push and very much able to persevere through everything. So that didn't get overwhelming. But then towards the end of the semester, I started to realize how much I missed home. And for me, that was because my relationship with my parents is very strong. And my definition of self definitely was feeling questionable towards the end of the semester because there was just so much going on. I had just gotten off competition um, from the dance team I'm on and finals were around and there was some social stuff going on and everything just started to pile up and I felt like I couldn't really I couldn't really stop time and just let feelings go through me. So things just started to build up, which is something that I did a couple of times in college. And I don't recommend doing that. I will give you guys advice on how to avoid that in a couple seconds. But a lot of feelings started building up. And eventually I did have one breakdown. And I realized it's because I wasn't allowing myself to have time just for myself and to allow myself to just reflect and take a breather. In college, when you do end up doing what I did, which is filling up your schedule and you know enjoying time with other people and trying to have this really good balance, when you don't carve out time for yourself to sit alone and to really reflect or you know just breathe, um, emotions get built up. And that means your emotional health will not be at its best, whether you can see it or not, which is why I definitely recommend, and I will be doing the second semester, I definitely recommend carving out time for yourself, whether that be related to journaling, whether that be related to just going alone to a library or, you know, for me, it would probably be the dance studio and just kind of thinking, going through my own, you know, head, reflecting on my week and also doing something fun and stress relieving. 
All of those things are really, really important. And although they sound cheesy, and yes, they're really great when you see people romanticizing self-care on TikTok, it's genuinely something that is so beneficial for your emotional health because it allows you to really just release and then start fresh every week. Or if you don't have a weekly kind of schedule, then start fresh every day, right? At the end of the day, we're all human beings and transitions into different parts of our lives are going to be difficult, whether we can really feel it or not. And whether you are conscious about that transition being difficult or not is also a whole nother thing. I don't think I have really been that conscious about the difficulty of the transition in comparison to my parents, right? So you also have to be considerate to the fact that everyone around you is transitioning into this new aspect of life and this new aspect of reality. And that also includes your friends you make in college, your friends you have at home. So stay in touch with your friends at home, stay in touch with your friends in college, stay in touch with yourself, stay in touch with your family. All that's really, really important. I also found it really nice to be able to set like monthly FaceTime calls with my friends from home. Um, I genuinely feel like those FaceTime calls were so refreshing and just reminded me of where I came from and what I was looking forward to other than, you know, being able to see my family and be at home. I was able to go back to such amazing, amazing friendships. And I also realized being in college that a lot of my people are at home too, because you will realize that when you're not able to stay in touch with people as much as you used to be, i.e. your friends at home, and they still unconditionally love you and are there for you when you're able to make time for them, that's how you know it's a real friendship. Because we're all going to have times where we're going to slightly neglect things at home or slightly neglect things that are not really in our immediate control, i.e. our friendships, i.e. our you know relationship with our family, when especially if they live far away from you, right? But the people that are always there for you and understanding to the fact that you are overwhelmed by the things right next to you and tangible to you are the people that will be real and the people that you're going to want to hold on to. And if if I've learned anything from the first semester of college, it's that. And those are the people that I think are so important to hold on to. And if you're in your first semester of college and you don't think that's the case, genuinely, genuinely, you are probably you're probably completely and utterly like overlooking people because I can promise you, you reach out to someone you haven't talked to for six or seven months when you finally have time and they're down to talk to you and get to know you. That's still considering that's that's to me, it's still equivalent to someone who's willing to be there for you and be your friend, even when you're not necessarily able to constantly check in on them and be there for them. And again, you don't have to necessarily only have your people in college. Your people can also be at home. So just remember that. Remember that you have a lot of value around you and you just have to find it and be aware of it. And I think all of that is something that I personally plan on reflecting on a lot more in order to keep my emotional health at a stable balance, right? Because college is going to be a lot of ups and downs, but the only thing that you can control is yourself, how you feel and how you're able to seek help if you don't know how to control yourself and remain stable. So that's the emotional aspect of my first semester of college and the tidbits of advice that I've been able to collect. So I would just say that that's my general experience emotionally and socially in college. Academically, I'm going to go into more of those details using the Desi Reality Medicine because I think going into specifics regarding my program and all of that is not really necessary on this specific platform because this is about mental health. But that being said, I 
do want to just say that college is going to be a change. And if you plan on going to college, which I think is a great option for a lot of people who want to go into specific career paths, then just remember that it's going to be a journey and it's not going to be the same for everyone. I also do want to say that in my experience, it got better. And what I mean by it got better is that I found people who were on the same page as me. I found people who were willing to value and and respect the differences that we had. And I also found a lot of people who weren't like that, and that's okay. But in college, you get the opportunity to decide that for yourself. When you're at home, sometimes you can't control the friendships that you have, or you can't really control the people that you're surrounded with because maybe your friends are you're friends with them because your parents are friends. Or maybe, you know, you've been childhood friends and you don't necessarily get the same value from this friendship, but you don't want to let it go because you feel this pressure to hold on to it. Little things like that are normal. But in college, you get to kind of start over and make your own friends, make your own decisions. And when you do that, you may find yourself being friends with people that you haven't been friends with before or being friends with, you know, the same kinds of people as you used to be friends with because you realize that you get more value from those kinds of friendships than, you know, other kinds of friendships. So just keep that in mind and remember that if your mental health is suffering in college, it's normal. Everyone goes through it at one point or another. Everyone has their breakdowns. Everyone has their struggles. If you're not happy somewhere, there's always an option to transfer. There's always an option to, you know, move out but there's always also an option to put yourself out there in other ways like clubs like groups of you know groups of advocacy or groups of certain things that you enjoy doing so never really give up on this hope that you may have for college because as someone who had hope for college and really really wanted things to be different than they were they were they were different and i learned a lot about myself and i'm continuing to learn a lot a lot about myself whether that be related to the boundaries that i have whether that be related to what i'm comfortable with i'm learning about myself every day and i think that's what's so beautiful about being able to branch out and be your own person whether that be away from home or close to home so take college as an opportunity to do that and although you may struggle just remember that it will at the end of the day teach you so much and you'll be able to grow so 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 much Other than that, I don't have much else to say. I hope you guys have been having a lovely year. I'm so sorry for not being more in touch with you guys, but I plan on being more in touch starting up episodes because now I've been able to adjust a lot more to the college experience and lifestyle. So I hope to be able to get some guests on, get some new perspectives back onto the Daisy reality. I appreciate you guys being patient with me and I understand how difficult it is for a lot of people who are in college trying to balance a lot now. So kudos to you guys. I really, really hope you guys continue listening in, continue tuning in. Please let me know if there's any guests that you guys would like to have on. I'll be happy to reach out to them and I can't wait to post more episodes and continue to stay in touch with you guys throughout the years to come. Thank you guys so, so much for listening in. And as I always say, make sure to eat food, drink water, and take care of yourself because you deserve it. I hope you guys have a lovely day and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye guys.